Hello, everybody. Welcome back once again to another episode of the Knowledge Group podcast, offering you a forward look at what you can expect to hear from our Knowledge Group webcast. And on this particular episode, we're going to be joined by our panel on Tuesday, April 11th, kicking things off at 10 o'clock to 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time and lasting for an hour and a half. We'll be talking about the rise of quantum computing, protecting quantum innovations with patents. The panelists for this webcast consist of Mr. Robert Plutkin and Mr. Michael Pack. More information about our panelists and the webcast can be found in our description box, as well as the website for details on how to sign up and how to tune in, whether that's on demand or live. Joining us today is one of our panelists, Mr. Robert Plutkin, to give us an overview of this very interesting topic. So without further ado, we'll turn things over to our speaker right now. Hi, I'm Robert Plotkin. I'm a patent attorney at the patent law firm of Blue Shift IP, and I'm going to be speaking about strategies for obtaining patent protection for quantum computing software. Yes. Hi, Robert. Uh, it's great to have you here again. I have a few questions here for you, which uh, we look forward to having your thoughts about. Um, so. Quantum computing is a very new, complex, and rapidly developing field in which quantum physics and computer science overlap. How do you stay on top of that so that you can help your clients obtain strong patents for computing effectively, for quantum computing effectively? Yeah, great question. It is a, it is a very complex field. My background is in computer science, and I've been specializing in obtaining patents for software for over 25 years. And before I started working on patents for quantum computing software about five years ago, I thought that I had seen it all in terms of software patents and that I could really easily handle any software patent that a client brought to me. But when I first started working on quantum computing software patents, like I said, about five years ago, I realized that I had a lot to learn about that technology. So. In those years, the two things that I've done a lot of are tons of reading on the topic of quantum computing, which I still do regularly. And the second thing is to work very closely uh, with my uh, main quantum computing client on many patent applications over the years. And I would say that working very closely and collaboratively uh, with my clients and prosecuting quantum computing software patents, both in the U.S. and in quite a few countries around the world, has given me some extremely valuable direct real-world experience uh, that enables me to, to write and obtain patents for quantum computing software very effectively. Great. So what is the biggest challenge in obtaining patents for quantum computing software? I would say the first and biggest thing is a lack of understanding of the technology of quantum computing itself by patent examiners. That's the biggest challenge. I found that the vast majority of patent examiners want to do a good job. Uh, they, they do their best, but very understandably, many of them lack basic knowledge about quantum computing technology. So what we found is that it's extremely helpful to provide uh, background information about how quantum computing technology works in each patent application and to explain each invention in terms that a patent examiner is most likely to understand. 
I've also found it's extremely valuable to hold interviews with patent examiners and to use those interviews as opportunities to educate the examiners about the technology. And I found that examiners are generally very receptive to that. One of my clients has also given presentations to patent examiners at the U.S. Patent Office multiple times to educate patent examiners about quantum computing technology. And I've worked with that client on on creating those presentations to address this issue of how to keep patent examiners educated about the technology. For anyone who wants to obtain patents on quantum computing software for their own company or client, what advice would you give? Okay, I think in in addition to the two things I mentioned above, which is keep yourself up to date on knowledge of the technology and and work closely with patent examiners is to mm-hmm. on your own side plan to assemble a team of people with the necessary mix of technical and legal expertise um you know in many other fields you could have a single patent lawyer or maybe just that person and an inventor work together but i found that in most cases, because of how new and, and niche this field is, you, you likely won't find a single patent attorney with all of the necessary technical background. So you should plan to assemble a team, including a combination of inventors or other people on the technical side, and then one or more patent attorneys or patent attorney and a patent agent, something like that. Uh, plan to spend more time than usual on these patent applications, including identifying the inventions and preparing invention disclosures and preparing the patent applications themselves. Um, And then in particular, uh, plan in advance to think carefully about which inventions to pursue patent protection for and how to claim each invention. They're just particular challenges with quantum computing technology that require more effort for patenting. Uh, I know it's a lot of work. I've just laid out a lot of tasks to perform, but we found that if we put in the necessary time and effort, it pays off in the form of obtaining broad, strong, and defensible quantum computing patents. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group podcast. Don't forget, more information about this webcast can be found in our description box below along with a link to take you to the full agenda of the program on Tuesday, April 11. We hope you can join us at 10 o'clock Eastern or register to get a copy of the recording if your calendar is full. However you choose to listen, we hope to see you there. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Knowledge Group podcast. Take care and bye for now.